This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. I just love this music. Right now we're listening to pianist, vocalist, and artist Alexis Lombre. And if you're enjoying yourself as much as I am, you can see Alexis perform with her quartet tomorrow at the Chicago Jazz Festival, which kicks off today. Now, Alexis was born and raised right here in Chicago. Her 2017 debut album, Southside Sounds, takes you back to the neighborhood where she grew up. We're listening to a track from that album right now called A Blues in Time. All right, let's introduce our guest, the face of the Alexis Lombre Quartet and the master on the keys, Alexis Lombre. Welcome to Reset. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. So happy to see you here. I read something, Alexis, that you learned early on that, quote, the true essence of music isn't just about what you hear, but how music makes you feel. Yes, ma'am. You got to tell us more. Well, I just feel like in a world of, you know, as a jazz musician, you can be really nerdy. And, um, you know, I mean, and it comes from being a very sophisticated art firm, but sometimes you can get too much into the weeds of the calculus of it all. And then you're performing for people and people are just leaving, just feeling like they don't get it. And it's like, are you even effective? So mm. for me, what I feel like my goal is, is to use that said calculus or the way we plot air pressure through, um, you know, uh, dealing with frequencies, trying to use that as a way to make people feel something, mm-hmm. feel better or, or, or understand a certain point, um, something that's useful for people, you know. For someone who hasn't heard your music before, how do you describe it? Well, my music has evolved. I would say now my music is eclectic and very, um, but still soulful. Where did it come from? You say there was an evolution. Where did you come from to this eclectic place? Well, um, starting with Southside Sounds, uh, my first album, uh, which is more a straight ahead jazz sound. Um, And then um, my latest single that I put out, Come Find Me, um, is more the eclectic sound where it has, you know, R&B, drums and but it still has jazz chords still has you know 13 sharp 11s you know <laughs> and minor 11s like if you really want to you know if you want to get, get into nerdy, that music talk the nerd is there okay <laughs> but the beat is r&b and the beat is like a groove and stuff you're wasting the day bathing in your And the meaning of it is actually more of a gospel song than anything else, if you think about it. So Ooh. it's like a mixture of stuff. Is that how you would define soul music? That mixture, that R&B, that gospel? That I mean, it certainly can be a mix. I think, I'm just going to say it and be free. I feel like the black experience is just a mix of it all, especially growing up in Chicago. Chicago is such a hub for gospel as mm-hmm. it is for jazz, as it is for R&B as it is for blues, as it is for our avant-garde. So for me, having grown up here and experienced all of those things, um, it, it can't help but represent itself in my music. Yeah. We talked about a feeling a moment ago. I mean, how do you feel when you're playing your music? How do I feel? I guess it depends on the song, you know, but... Um, what about Blues in Time? Blues in Time? 
I just like to have fun. And that's always a song in the set where we all just go hard. You know, we all just let loose. For it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for the kill. So I mentioned you've got this performance that's coming up tomorrow. I mean, excitement. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm excited. What is it like for you when you are on stage? You, you talked about, you know, letting letting go with your, your quartet, but put us in your shoes. When you're up there and there's the crowd listening, taking it all in. Taking it all in. I mean, for me, it's just kind of an automatic process. And then I'm also listening to the band members around me and responding to the things that they play and internalizing it and responding back to them or... Sometimes I'll feel the spirit and just go somewhere else. Um, so, yeah, I guess at that point, I'm just kind of transmitting. I'm just a, uh, an antenna. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always going back to these gospel references, right? You, you feel the spirit, you said. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Amen, yeah. You've been in a band since you were 14? Yes. That's amazing. Thank you. I mean, when did your relationship with music first begin? Was it then or was it before? Because I feel like you were playing piano even before that. Yeah, I was playing piano since I was like nine years old. Uh, I studied classically until I was 12. And then at 12, I started playing jazz. And then at 14, I was lucky enough to be part of um, lots of programs in the Chicago area, like Ravinia and like the jazz links. Ja Jazzling Student Council and the Jazz Institute program, Merritt School of Music, all these programs that nice. allowed me to have a lot of um, pre-professional opportunities at 14. Um, so that's what I claim from that's there. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's really good. You know, I got to tell you, you're you're living out my lifelong piano dreams. Really? Yeah. It's I mean, never I, too late. It's never too late, really. To start playing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I Do grew you play? up. I don't. I grew up hearing about my piano fingers. Take a look. See? Oh, see them? Oh, okay. Um, but no one actually put me in lessons. I wish I'm, the viewers I'm, could see them. I'm still salty. Yeah. Okay. I'm still salty about that. But I'm in awe of folks like you who can really jam on the piano. When I watch you play, like, you you go in. Is, is it really that fun, the way you make it look? I wouldn't do it if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love that. I love the honesty. Um, so you've performed with some other big names, uh, jazz musicians like James Carter, Chicago saxophonist Ernest Dawkins, mm -hmm. and more. Tell us your thoughts on the jazz community overall. What do you love about it? I mean, it's generally a, a nurturing community. It's it's one for nurturing um, young talent. I think the jazz community when they see a young people interest a young person interested in the music they're like yes you know the music will live on that's like their big <laughs> thing um so so that so i feel like that's very um nurturing i just feel like since the pandemic it's just harder to kind of gain ground and just like one place so for me like i started um hanging out in new york more often mm -hmm. Um, kind of going back and forth between New York and Chicago. And since then, um, you know, I moved to New York, got connected with Terry Lynn Carrington. Great. I mean, and you know, it goes without saying. I mean, she's the GOAT. Um, <laughs> and she um, put me in touch with this program uh, headed by the Berkeley Jazz and in Berkeley Institute of Jazz and Gender Justice with New Music USA. And it was a program that kind of gave uh, women more opportunities and more 
Um, I really encourage women musicians and non-binary musicians to take up more space. So that's so so from that program, I was able to collaborate with Marcus Miller mm-hmm. and play with Marcus Miller for you know a few shows. Um, having it been in Montreal and in Paris, it was it was oh, incredible. Nice. Yeah, that was that's last awesome. year. And um, you know, since then, I started playing with John Batiste recently. Um, in the recent months, um, and now leverage now coming, you know, just kind of going back and forth and, and, and bringing, bringing those experiences back to Chicago is something I'm looking forward to doing. How would you rate the, the Chicago jazz scene? Cause you've gotten a chance to see it elsewhere, right? Is there anything that you would say makes this one unique or, or stand out compared to some of the other places in the world? I would say that Chicago, um, I mean, one incredible musician's incredible legacy, but also the most straightforward just musicians in, in overall. Like there's very little passive aggression. There's very little um, beating around the bush. People are very direct and not fake. <laughs> and I... I mean, that's good. I, I love it. That's like one of my... That's probably my favorite thing about the scene is the attitude that people have and... People don't treat you differently based on what you do. It's, you know, everything is the same compared to other places where people might be more shallow and, you know, rate the last thing, rate you by the last thing you did. Yes. Where Chicago is more so down to earth and just real and just like, what can you do right now? Are you good? You know? That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, I love Chicago. That for is that. good to hear. Oh, yeah. So I want to talk to you, Alexis, about that debut album that we've mentioned a couple of times, Southside Sounds, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We heard a little bit of it earlier, but first I want to hear another track. This is Why I Don't Know. So talk more about the folks that you worked with for this project. Let's see. Greg Archery on drums, Junius Paul on bass. That song is uh, Irvin Pierce on saxophone. Mm-hmm. Blues and Tyne is Rajiv Halim on saxophone. Oh, yeah. And then Caravan is Ernest Melton on saxophone and Zach Morrow on drums. You got together a pretty good group there. Yeah, you know, a lot of my buds. <laughs> the homies came through, yeah. The homies came through. <laughs> Gotta love it for yeah. a debut project, for sure, right? Yeah. You grew up on the south side of Chicago, and uh, this album, you've said, is a, is a reflection of your childhood mm-hmm. there. What is it about the south, the south side that inspires you? Um, well, one, first thing I thought of is resilience. Um, you know, gotta be resilient to to be from the South side and to live. Um, but you know, the South side has such a rich cultural history, um, from Shaka Khan to Eddie Harris, to the AACM, all these things. And I wanted to represent that and put a megaphone to that rather than what the news puts a, puts a spotlight on, you know, mm-hmm. which is just like the crime and all this stuff, you know? So I just wanted to be like, Hey, you know, we got other stuff going on too. Like 
yes, the South Side is predominantly black. And yes, you know, it's it's been known to have a lot of crime, but also there's a huge cultural history that I feel like should be recognized yeah. and talked about because I didn't think it was talked about enough. You just mentioned some greats there, including Shaka Khan. Are yeah. those some of the people or the artists that influence your sound? Well, Shaka Khan's my birthday twin, period. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> that's a side note. Little low-key uh, flex there. Yeah, you know, Aries, <laughs> you know. But um, but definitely Eddie Harris. I think I think Eddie Harris was was a huge influence. And then via Eddie Harris was my teacher, Willie Pickens, great pianist, who, you know, lived on the South Side for a long time. And I had a lot of my lessons with him on the South Side. So he's a huge part of my South Side sound, I would yeah. say. And you have a huge smile as you're talking about this. So it sounds like fond memories. Oh, yeah. I love Mr. Pickens. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's the best. Talk about that quartet that you're performing with uh, tomorrow. How did you all come together? Uh, you know, it's funny. It's really a trio. Um, so <laughs> can I be the fourth then? <laughs> yeah. You know, Dickie, come on, you know, what get you some play? lessons real quick. You want, you play recorder What you, what you doing? I mean, I, I do. I'll send you the music. Tonight, I mean, I have some okay? clarinet history. Just, you know, shed it though, you know, and I'll see you at sound check. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. I, uh, I love it. Yeah. Um, so we got Sam, Sam Jewell on drums. He's a, he's a super dope drummer, longtime friend. Um, just overall great guy, you know, you know, father, you know, just a solid dude. Just a stand-up human being. A stand-up human being. I really respect that man. And <laughs> it's and a stand-up drummer too. It just matches. It goes together. And um Brooklyn Sky is a bass player from Chicago. She's from the West Side, but she is I say but because you know South Side versus West Side. But anyways, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> Um, and she's 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 been killing it. I mean, she's been playing and touring with uh, Madison McFerrin and uh, No Name and, you know, all nice. these wonderful people um, graduated from Shy Arts. I mean, she's just super dope. And yeah, she's put yeah. us on to this new talent. That's I what love I'm it. saying. She's I like she it. just turned 21. Like she's a menace. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I love that. Well, before we let you go, Alexis, tell us where we can find you performing tomorrow. You can find me performing tomorrow at 1240 at the Von Freeman Pavilion at Millennium Park. Awesome. Can't wait. We've been talking with pianist, vocalist, and jazz musician Alexis Lombrey. Thank you so much. Have a great show tomorrow. Thank you so much for having me. It was my pleasure. Darkness takes your life.